Welcome to the WebmasterRadio.fm Town Hall Meeting. Meet your awesome advertisers and find out what they're up to in this fun and informative show. Explore the latest trends and newest projects from the cutting-edge companies that are part of the WebmasterRadio.fm radio family. Now, here's your host. Friends, we're back here on WebmasterRadio.fm, and we're doing another Revenue Wire Town Hall Meeting. Now, at these, at these town hall meetings over, over the last couple of months, we've been featuring some of the companies Revenue Wire works with, some of the companies that Revenue Wire represents. And today we're speaking with Pareto Logic from Victoria, British Columbia, well known as an anti spyware software company. Um, Pareto Logic uh, makes, well, makes a remarkable range of, of, of software. And we have Greg and Mitch from Pareto Logic. Greg, Mitch, welcome to Webmaster Radio. Hey, thank you very much, Jim. Uh, certainly a well-known show. Glad to be here. A couple of folks that came down from Pre-Logic today, myself, Greg Anlin, I run our products group uh, at Pre-Logic, and uh, Mitch Beard, who's our affiliate manager over at Pre-Logic. So, uh, again, thanks uh, thanks for having us. Yes, nice well, to be here. Greg runs the product group. Mitch runs the, the affiliate sales group. What are your roles really like at Pre-Logic? Well, on a bad day, I simply send a lot of emails. On a good day... Um, you know, I work with uh, with all of our developers and our product management uh, team to uh, uh, make sure that we understand what problems exist in the marketplace and uh, match them up with the technical skills we have uh, within our company, and we develop sol- solutions to problems that exist in the marketplace. Um, that's, uh, I think, great for my job description. On an average day, I, I field uh, calls from affiliates taking their questions, comments, work with RevenueWire to uh, ensure that everything's working correctly and, and just try and make everyone's sales uh, the most effective they can be. You guys are one of those companies I love talking to because you're, I mean, you're from my, my hometown of Victoria, British Columbia, and you're, uh, you're one of those remarkable success stories that come from Vancouver Island. Pareto Logic is, what, three and a half, four years old now, and you are, you're employing 140 people. You've grown really quickly. You've, you've been um, nominated for and have won a number of awards for your products. What can you tell me about uh, the company's history and the company's philosophy? Sure, I'll, I'll take that question, Jim. Um, you know, the, the company itself—it's just so such a wholesome story. I mean, I love talking about the uh, the origins of the company. And I mean, there are four brothers uh, that uh, uh, got together. Five, I think we're pushing on our five years now. Uh, time goes by pretty quick. Uh, five years ago, you know, they built this company in their basement. Um, and they plugged into internet marketing and they very quickly dove in and found everything they needed to find out about a marketplace. They sold up people's products and they went, you know what, we can do this. Uh, so then they started uh, to build products, uh, started with uh, anti-spyware um, through the affiliate uh, marketing space, um, did very, very well, became experts and pioneers uh, in how they go about marketing on the internet. Um, and the key, of course, you know, in the affiliate world is measurable uh, return on ad money. Uh, which is unique nowadays. You know, five years later, uh, we've got 140 people, right? They're all you know highly charged with passion uh, and drive, you know, to to develop and support quality utility and, and security products. Um, every year for the past five years, we've had double digit growth, um, and all of our uh, all of our existence, uh, you know, over those five years, and that's, we don't see any signs of that stopping in the near term. Well, not only have your business grown. Your range of software products has grown phenomenally. The, the, the last time I looked at your website, about a year and a half ago, I think you had half of the, if even, half the products. You now have a product called DriveCure, Antivirus Plus, Data Recovery Pro, Predilogic Data Recovery. 
where the needs are out, out, out in the, the marketplace. Well, one of the thing, one of the things that the brothers that instilled in, in uh, me personally, and and hence into our products group, is to avoid the build it and they will come mentality. Um, you know, so we pay a lot of attention to what people are looking for, right? So, you know, a classic example. I mean, we could build the best buggy whip in the world, but nobody would care, right? So we don't do that, and we take great great pains um, to make sure that what we're working on has a measurable need. Uh, and certainly uh, the group that, uh, that I work with on a day-to-day basis, if they make a claim about what the market wants, they have to provide a source uh, of that information before it gets any credence. So that way we avoid the uh, temptation of sitting in a boardroom and having opinions, right? All of those opinions get proven over time um, through empirical data and downright hard work and uh, talking to customers um, and make sure that what we build has a need. So before even going to the drawing board, before even starting to drop your software, you know there's going to be a high demand and then, therefore, probably a high conversion. One of your most successful products, um, one of the most successful products I know of is, um, well, it's called RegCure. It's your registry cleaner. Um, What does that do? How does it help consumers? And why did you start marketing? Well, uh, RegCure's been around for a few years now. It's definitely the the most popular. Popular, you know, our best-selling product. Uh, not by much, but it is definitely our best-selling product. Uh, and, I mean, in short, it, you know, it helps keep uh, PCs tuned. You know, for a lot of people, you know, we sell and market to the, well, what I call the soccer moms of the world, the moms and dads of the world. They don't want to know how to tune their own, uh, their own PC, uh, so they pay us a, a fee for us to do that for them. And uh, over time, you know, we adapt our Registeer product. I mean, there's been uh, two or three maintenance releases of it this year, four, I think four or five last year. Um, you know, we keep it up to date and uh, with uh, changes in technology, and we continue to provide that value and do the things that most people don't want to do themselves. You know, we're just astounded with, uh, you know, we're quite tickled pink with the results. The product's been in the marketplace for, uh, I think, seven months now. We've got over 17 million downloads of it already. And, you know, it's it saves its value equation. is just so wholesome because installing and managing device drivers, even to a technical person, and we measured this. We sat down and sat one of our super geeks in our office who knows what they're doing, and we clocked them. A person that knows what they're doing with device drivers took that person 30 minutes to install a device driver. So we said, right, how long is the soccer mom going to take? And the answer was measured in half day to a full day. Now, that's a wholesome value equation. That's a wholesome problem for us to solve, which driver cure does that. Right, so it uh, speaks to why the product has become so popular in su- such a short period of time. Uh, the conversion rates are nice and healthy for the affiliate world because we're solving a problem that is directly related to keywords. Well, I'm um, speaking of keywords, uh, bef- and before we talk about affiliate marketing, um, I'm curious the role of pay-per-click marketing in your sales and strategy, and how that works. Well, how that how that works for your affiliates. Mitch, by all means, this is your territory for sure. Affiliate marketing using pay-per-click advertising is a key component of the overall marketing strategy of Logic. We have a very large affiliate base promoting our products, and with this base, they can promote directly to each set of keywords. Now, this, this size of traffic would be so much larger than we would be able to handle in-house, so this is why we do offer the, the large commission base to the affiliates. It provides them the, the drive and the high converting points on all of the keywords that are available for either drivers or registries, cleaners, as well as any of the spyware, uh, viral infections, and any of our products, they, they all have very large uh, keyword op- options. 
So much parental logic works with the Revenue Wire affiliate network. What are some of the benefits of working with with Revenue Wire? Well, working with Revenue Wire has a lot of benefits, and the first off is that they're a safe card platform. It's a it's one of the highest converting cards that we've seen. Our affiliates have noticed a nice uh, change change when switching to it, and uh, everyone really uh, seems to be positive that it's one of the best cards in the industry. Uh, on top of that, we have uh, excellent support for the affiliates that's been provided by the affiliate managers at, at Revenue Wire. You know, Mitch, everyone I talk to about Revenue Wire says pretty much the same thing. Now, we're, we're, we're coming towards the end of this, uh, this segment on the Revenue Wire Town Hall, and I understand that you guys are going to be leaving us with a Webmaster Radio exclusive. Kyle Murphy, one of the affiliate managers at Revenue Wire, is in the office right now, and he's here to talk about the launch of the Parental Logic Ninja Motorcycle Contest. So, Kyle Murphy from Revenue Wire, well, what is the Pareto Logic Ninja Motorcycle Contest? Well, as you guys know, at uh, Revenue Wire, we give our affiliates access to some of the best contests out there, uh, and this contest is absolutely no different. Uh, the deal with this is from August 9th through December 31st, uh, any affiliate selling uh, 100 units on average, uh, that's 100 transactions of any uh, Pareto product uh, for a 30-day period will actually get a uh, Kawasaki Ninja motorcycle. That's incredible. Like, seriously, that, that is an incredible incentive. Yeah, we're pretty excited. Where can uh, where can people find out more information about this? Uh, at the Revenue Wire website. So just check out revenuewire.com for more info. Greg, Mitch, Kyle, thank you so much for spending time with us. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you very much, folks. Thanks, guys. The WebmasterRadio.fm Town Hall Meeting. We'll be right back after these messages. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. Revenue Wire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Hey, have you got that number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Wednesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
commercials off. Now back to the WebmasterRadio.fm Town Hall Meeting. Here's your host. And we're back here on WebmasterRadio.fm on this Revenue Wire Town Hall Meeting. This segment, we're talking writing with dynamite, creating PPC ads that explode off the page. And on the line with us, we have Allison, who's an affiliate manager at Revenue Wire, and Brendan, who's the lead copywriter at Revenue Wire. Allison, Brendan, welcome to the town hall. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Now, I guess this is an open question, whoever, whoever wants to field it first. Um, what are the advantages of PPC advertising over other methods of online advertising like banner ads or the Google Content Network? Okay, yeah, uh, I can address that question. Um, basically, because search is the uh, hub of the Internet, PPC ads um, basically present top-of-mind exposure because people are using uh, Google and other search engines to find what they need. Uh, PPC is usually the first layer of what they see, so often it's more effective than... Uh, say, banner ads or landing pages, which require uh, deeper penetration into the Internet. So, um, yeah, PPC is really that top line of advertising, and uh, it gets a lot of traffic, and it can also qualify your leads really nicely. And it's also very targeted, too, which is definitely an advantage. If you just put a print ad out there in a magazine, you, you know, you're hopefully able to target your audience a little bit, but you don't really know who is necessarily looking at your ad, whereas when you're, you know, choosing the keywords that you really want to show your ads for, it is a much more targeted audience. Well, it's also a pre-qualified audience. These people have entered keywords. Exactly. They're looking for specific services and products. Now, there's some constraints put on you as, uh, when, you're, when you're thinking about um, PPC advertising, especially in the affiliate world. What are some of the rules mm-hmm. set out by, by Google, Yahoo, and I guess Microsoft is, is still in the game. So what, what are some of yeah. the rules set out by Google, Yahoo, and Microsoft for PPC ad creation? Yeah, they all do have different policies and stuff, too. So I think the best case scenario definitely is to refer to them because they are changing and updating them because you don't want to tick them off and have your, your ads yanked or get slapped or anything like that. So it's definitely best policy to be following those blogs and to be checking the, the help files, et cetera, and just making sure that you're really staying current on all their policies. Well, I mean, with that in mind, um, and I guess this is a question for, for some of the, the newbies who are listening and people who are, who are new to the PPC advertising world, what kind of research and preparation should you do before you sit down and you start to write your PPC ads? Okay, so one of the first things you want to do is basically your own market research. And because the Internet is so accessible, it's, um, it's really quite easy for anyone to do preliminary research on their, uh, their target customer. And things that you can do to learn about them um, are things like checking out blogs uh, and other social media type um, sites where people are openly discussing uh, certain niche products um, and what kind of things they're saying about them, uh, what kind of things they're concerned about and what they're looking for in a product, and also the kind of language that they use to um, talk about those products. And you can really draw out from that and then go into creating your ads. And you know this is going to make your ads much more targeted if you're really sort of tuned into what the people are talking about and how they're talking about it. Where are you looking for that information? How, how are you finding this out? Um, a good place to go is uh, product review sites, like anywhere where they've done 
either editorial reviews or um, sometimes forums will be a good place, although, you know, it can get a little bit dirty in there too. But um, usually review sites are really good for this kind of thing. Um, and they kind of they give you an idea of what sort of language is being used around that product and also the things they like and don't like. And, uh, you know, that's where you can do your own sort of instinctive keyword research, uh, preliminary. So. You can also check out things like Twitter searches and stuff like that, too, and just see what the very, yeah. very current up-to-the-minute buzz is about certain topics or products and see what terminology is being used and people's responses and what people are looking for as well in that and sort of target your ads around that, too, as well as applicable. Okay, I'd like to discuss the importance of keywords and search queries in your PPC ads. Now, what's the difference between the two, and how are they used in writing killer PPC ads? Well, the keywords are coming from the advertiser, and then the search query is coming from the end user. So in a perfect world, of course, those are completely overlapping, and they are the same thing. It doesn't always happen that way, of course, but that's, exa- that's sort of what you want your goal to be. Is you just want to be so intuitive with the end user and what they're looking for and sort of what needs you're meeting with your product that your keywords match their query. Now, there's different options that you can do, like doing a broader match, et cetera, and stuff like that, so you have a bit more flexibility in your, in your keywords, and then that will show you what the query is, and then you can adjust your keywords accordingly to match the query. But uh, that definitely is your goal. You want to targeting keywords that people are using. Well, as you said, keywords come from the from the merchants themselves. Um, how often do the merchants actually know the right set of keywords to market under? Not always. Now, when I say advertiser, that can be the merchant, and that can also be the online marketer themselves that have done their own research and they know what keywords are converting into actual sales. Because sometimes when you when you're just looking at it from a product perspective, such as from a merchant, they can be very marketing in their terminology, which may not always match up with a search query. So uh, an end user may be using a search query for something that a marketing team may not necessarily come up with for a product because they're looking at it from different perspectives. So, you know, why is my computer so slow? But then, um, you know, a a merchant may come up with something that's like, you know, make computer faster. So it's a different perspective. So you kind of have to make sure they're looking at it from the same angle. Well, and um, given that, what's what are your best methods for finding the right keywords? There are lots of places out there. Obviously, you want to be using the tools that the search engines provide because if you're using that search engine, you want to know what they think is important for on a certain topic. So that would definitely be your starting point. And there's other keyword tools out there uh, that you want to be using. Some are paid, some are free. So definitely do some searches on those uh, and to see what is available. There's just testing as well, just going out there and testing different phrases and see what comes back to you. There's, if you have a, like internal search logs on your site, those are great. And I always recommend people run uh, search query reports as well because then you can see what people have actually used uh, to find your product so you know uh, what people are looking for that's relevant to you and you can really expand on that and focus more on those uh, profitable phrases. So, Brendan, as, as a copywriter... How does the structure of, of PPC copy resemble copy in traditional advertising mediums such as print? Um, what must-have components do the, do the two mediums share? Yeah, there's actually a lot of similarity uh, in a PPC ad um, in comparison to traditional mediums. And the bulk of a PPC ad has things like an attention-grabbing headline, a benefit statement. Um, it establishes credibility in some way, whether it's a review or um, yeah, just positive words about that product, 
uh, to give the customer a sense that they can trust this purchase. Um, usually there's a strong offer as well, whether it's a rebate or a free um, additional uh, product to go along with it, um, and a call to action, which is basically go to our landing page or um, wherever you're sending the, uh, the customer. So, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of similarities. I mean, I guess the biggest difference, though, is that PPC ads are so short. It's a really small space, um, unique to the Internet, and that's why it's so important for it to be really succinct and attention-grabbing because you probably have, you have literally seconds to work with, and it has to stand out on the page, you know, above and beyond the other ads there, so... Yeah. So you have to have the the attention grabbing headline, the benefit statement, uh, you have the credibility. Uh, you have to have a strong offer and a call to action. And this is kind of like the difference between, say, a uh, a, a Twitter tweet and a full blog post. When you when you mm-hmm. seem to be comparing yeah. with uh, with print medium, what can you tell us about online readership habits that influence how how you write your PPC ad copy? You don't have a lot of time. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> basically it's a snap decision. Yeah. So you got to think about it in terms of every word has to have a function. Um, there can't be any wasted space within the ad, and you have to really play with play with that because it can be tricky to communicate all those elements all in that basically. Like with Google, it's twenty five characters, thirty five characters, thirty five characters. That's really not very much room to work with. So you have to kind of like one of those little image puzzles or something. You can flip the words around quite a bit to try and get that that combination that's going to be both attention-grabbing and informative. Well, let, let, let's try to break this down to, to make it easier for people who are you know, just considering PPC advertising or, or affiliate marketing for the first time. Um, we'll start with the headline. What, what are some of the key elements to consider writing headlines? You want to get their attention. There's so many times I go in there and do a search for something and every single ad on the page has the exact same headline. There's nothing there that makes me want to click on it. And I'm, I'm really surprised that people don't do a little bit more research into this themselves and check out their own main keywords and see what other people are using as headlines to make sure that theirs stands out. Yeah, for sure. And it can, with headlines, too, it can be something, uh, a very small difference. And one example is, say, a headline uh, customer searching for pet food, and they put in their search query, and they get back pet food as the headline. It's a, it's a kind of an uninspiring headline. And a very small change that you could make to something like that is, say, say healthier pet food or delicious pet food or uh, nature's favorite pet food. Those kind of things, just very small qualifiers, can make all the difference, right, because you're working with very few words to begin with. So any small changes that you can make to augment the emotion and sort of uh, make yourself stand out over and above other advertisers is going to be an advantage to you. And test. Don't write just the one headline and say you're done. Write a bunch of them. Try out different combinations because the one that you think might be the winner may not actually be the winner. And it's more than just getting people to click on your ad. You want the right person to click on your ad. So don't sacrifice quality for quantity here. A click-through rate is important, but it's not the only thing. It's all about you want to make money. And if you've got a high click-through rate and no conversions, you're not making money. You're losing money. So you've got to focus on the right thing here. It's about profitability. Well, after the headline, next, I guess, comes the, the, the body copy, the, the three lines of text. What are, what are some of the key elements you have to consider when writing body copy? 
Okay, with body copy, um, you, you have two lines basically to um, state what we were talking about before, which are the benefits, the credibility, the call to action, the strong offer. So one, one of the first things you got to think about is simplicity in your expression. I mean, you want to, you want to be creative, but you don't want to be too creative. You just want to kind of accent um, what it is about your product that's unique. Um, usually in the first line, that's where I would state that sort of emotional benefit to the customer. Uh, and then using the second line to make your call to action or to state your offer. Uh, and then in the URL, actually that's, that's later on, but um, yeah, and, and use power, powerful words, um, individual words that sort of carry weight behind them instead of using two or three words to express the same idea. And uh, that's where testing is important too because with testing you can kind of uh, boil it down to more powerful single words to express what you're trying to well, I mean, Brendan, you just mentioned the URL. That's 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 totally worth touching on. Um, same question: What are key elements to consider when choosing a display URL? Well, you can play with this a little bit, and not a lot of people do. But you can always add after your root URL. You can you can add another keyword in there to make people feel a little bit more that that site is relevant. So you've got your website dot com backslash um, top pet food or buy pet food or there's something there that just, again, instills that little bit of confidence. And so that can be overlooked. And I, I just think, you know, when you have so such little space there to really get someone to, to click through to your landing page or your site, you really need to use everything that you have and not miss that opportunity. You know, in talking about writing uh, really catchy headlines and, and good uh, body copy, I heard the word creativity mentioned a couple of times. Hmm. So clearly... One has to be creative writing the PPC in writing PPC ads. You have to stand out from from your competition. But well, can can I give you offer any suggestions or techniques that mm-hmm. make your PPC ads more creative, make them stand out in the crowd? Yeah, I think this is one of the harder things because a lot of people who are in paid search are there because they are numbers people, they are logical thinkers, they like the spreadsheets, the very analytical aspect of the business, and yet this is not a numbers game per se. You can, you know, numbers game as far as testing which works, but not as actually creating this part of it. So you have to definitely uh, switch gears a bit and get into sort of a different frame of mind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, creativity is basically the secret weapon that any, it's going to be the difference between a mediocre campaign uh, and a really good one. And it should also, it should carry through from your PPC ad into your landing page. but the thing with creativity, I think a lot of people, when you say creativity, they think that you have to like totally wig out and do something that nobody's ever seen before. But with this, it's really m- much more about just tweaking what's being said. Maybe it's a, usually like if you pick one emotion or one uh, intent, something like uh, laughter, or you want to make people laugh or you want to make them curious, if you pick one of those things and you put it into your ad, it's just going to make it, it's going to make it more appealing to whoever's surfing over top of it. So creativity is definitely uh, the, the secret ingredient in sort of pushing your campaigns over the edge and turning them into blockbuster ads. Is there any um, tricks or techniques one might use with, say, spelling or grammar to make your ad stand out? Is, is spelling and grammar particularly important in writing good copy? 
yeah, like spelling and grammar are important to the extent that the, you want to convey the fact that you're a professional. Sometimes if you look at ads that have spelling mistakes, you automatically write them off because you figure that um, they're basically not, they're not doing their job properly or they're not taking it seriously. So spelling is important, but when it comes down to things like if you're trying to communicate in a conversational tone, you can start to be a little bit more liberal with grammar um, and you can write as people talk and you shouldn't be afraid to do that. Um, if you, you want to kind of bring your style down to a more conversational tone anyway, uh, that just tends to appeal to people. It's warmer and uh, yeah, so I hope that answers your question about grammar and spelling. Allison, in, in a number of questions you answered earlier, you mentioned testing over and over again. What yes. role does testing play in refining your PPC ads and improving their click-through rates? It's, I think, one of the most important things you can do to actually find out what is the best option for you. Because one particular ad may be a great ad, but maybe it doesn't work with a certain group of keywords or doesn't work with a certain landing page. So there's all the components need to work together. They don't work in isolation until you test different options and combinations within the ad and within the keyword ad combination and with the ad landing page combination, you don't know where your winning combination is going to be. So, you know, I'm assuming we all are in this to make money. So in order to find out uh, what is the best way to make the most amount of money, you got to test it. Okay. And um, what about landing pages? Is there a significance to the relationship between your PPC ad and the page that it directs to your landing page, uh, like keywords, content, relevance, um, what, what is that relationship? Okay, yeah, it's basically um, it's a one-to-one relationship or it's uh, symbiotic. The two have to function together. So whatever keywords uh, or offers or anything that you've presented in the PPC ad, it has to be mirrored in the landing page. Usually they say that um, you know the headline in the landing page should reflect directly what uh, the PPC ad was offering or stating, just so that when the person lands on that page, they go, oh, yeah, this is relevant to what I've clicked through. Um, this is going to answer my questions or present the information that I need. And, and when you start to do that, you're increasing your chances of converting that customer to your product or service. And that's, like, that's a very important relationship um, to, to keep in mind when doing your PPC ads and the landing pages that they lead to. Yeah, because if the searcher feels confident they're in the right place, they're more likely to convert. So if you're using the same tone and feel and language, that increases their confidence and they feel more comfortable in buying from you. Well, that, uh, that Allison Brendan, pretty much brings us to the end of this town hall, this segment of the town hall. Is there any last words either of you would like to, like to offer the audience about writing killer ad copy in PPC ads? <laughs> Yeah, my last I give my last tip would just be um I read somewhere the other day a quote about advertising and and sales in print being copywriting and that good copywriting basically is a transference of enthusiasm. So you want you want to transfer your enthusiasm for the product or your your sort of um excitement about what this product can do. You want to transfer that in words to the customer. And the more that you can do that, I think the more successful your ads are going to be. Well, Allison, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us on this Revenue Wire Town Hall. And friends, that brings us to the end of this Revenue Wire Town Hall. You're listening to webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned. We have more great content coming up on the network.